0: That is part of the process you need to be testing things and not everything will work and you will have to pivot sometimes you will have to look at different ways of doing things
1: if it's not working that's not failure it's it's just not working yet
0: welcome to conversations in the kitchen we're Gemma and paul two kitchen table entrepreneurs chatting about our journey building our own e-commerce businesses and helping others to do the same Grab a coffee and join us in the kitchen as we chat about the highs and lows of entrepreneurship, strategies for digital growth, and our approach to building a purpose-driven and sustainable business online.
1: Morning Gemma, how are you?
0: Morning, I'm good, thank you. How are you?
1: I am good, yes. um, I am a little bit in that mode of um oh my goodness there's a lot of things on the to-do list this week month year um which uh gives me a question to ask you
0: um
1: which is do you ever regret stepping outside of the um kind of structure and security of your corporate life to be a free agent entrepreneur micropreneur whatever whatever label you choose for yourself um any any regrets about doing that
0: Yes and no, I would say. So I've definitely, I mean, I've been doing this for, this is like going into my 11th year now, which seems crazy. Um, But I think I've definitely had moments of what on earth am I doing? Why did I ever think this was a good idea? I can't do it. Who did I think I was to ever think I could do this? I've definitely had lots of those moments, but I would say I've never seriously been at a point where I've thought, that's it now, enough of this. Like go back to the nine to five. I've never quite got to the full level of just wanting to give up. Um, but yeah, I mean, for certain, there are things I think particularly in the first few years, you know, there were lots of things that came as a bit of a shock, as a bit of a surprise, as a bit of a oh, I've given up a really, you know, a really good career and a really solid salary every month. And you know, here I am wondering where the invoices are going to come from next month. And what am I going to do? How am I going to scale things? Um, and you know, there's been, there's been periods where there's been lots of work flowing in. There's been periods where there's been not so much and just sort of riding all of that has definitely been quite interesting and has made me question sometimes whether it was the right choice, but I've, yeah, I don't, on the flip side of that, you know, I'm in a place now, I think where I wake up every single day, pretty excited to get to work on the stuff that I do get to work on and sort of have that level of knowing that I'm in charge and I'm creating what I want to create as opposed to you know going into an office and having a, a very defined job role so yeah I think it's you know yes and no is probably my answer how about you?
1: Well I I asked because not, not because I was about to hit you with the uh, morning news that our crazy venture is over. I'm, 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 I'm just signed on the line of some some new job contract, but more because um, the there's been there's been quite a lot of articles I've read recently about uh, how lockdown maybe just the age we're living any in any way, but uh, I, I think lockdown maybe accelerating or motivating or Pulling or pushing more people into thinking that uh, going out on their own and turning their idea into entrepreneurial reality is a is a good idea. Yeah. So um, I was thinking maybe we could talk about that today in our podcast. Yep. Yeah. So for, for for listeners who want to just stop now. Uh, is, is there is there a short version where we're just like, yeah, do it or, uh, or do, 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 do we need to be a bit more measured than that?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I genuinely that. So that was my experience, really. I like <laughs> was literally due to get on a plane to a different country to go and do do a job. And at the very last minute, literally sort of two days before I was meant to get on the plane, I decided not to go and I'd given up my life here basically and suddenly went, well, I need to do something and now might be that time to do that thing that's been lurking in the background and, you know, go and do it alone. Um, And as a result of that, I generally tell people not to do it that way (laughs) because I think the first few years of doing it like that for me were far more of a struggle than they they would have needed to be if it had been quite measured and planned out and i'd have thought things through in advance um so i guess i suppose the short well i suppose the short answer is it it depends entirely on what your circumstances are at the moment you know i think there's a lot of people who they've been furloughed or they don't have the job security that they had before and perhaps just going out and doing it and taking the leap might be the right thing or, you know, maybe it won't be. It's I think it just depends on people's circumstances, but I think anyone that's thinking of it, you know, it's an amazing journey to be on. There's just lots of things you've got to do, I think, in terms of setting your expectations a little bit. <laughs>
1: So, well, that's quite a good first bit of advice then. So set, set your expectations uh, in, in what sense? Uh, what, what, how, how should people measure their expectations?
0: I think one of the things that's a little bit difficult sometimes if you're looking at business, and particularly if you're looking at, at online business, you know, there's a lot of um, success stories. And I'm kind of doing that in air quotes because <laughs> success is a bit different to everybody. Um, but there's a lot of success stories out there about you know I jumped from zero to six figures in a year And, and while these things can be achieved it's actually quite rare and what you don't see is the behind the scenes of what that takes whether that's financial investment time investment having a team of people so I think sometimes it's just being really aware that you know the the growth in the initial years is not always that linear Um, and sort of having your expectations around financially what you're going to bring in Um, and I think also just about the lifestyle that goes with it because again often being your own boss and having all this freedom and working from home sounds great and from the outside it can look great but the reality is sometimes it's not like that sometimes it can be quite a lonely place to be it can be quite a you know, you're sort of isolated if you haven't got people around you that you can talk to about what you're doing. It, it can be quite difficult. And, you know, working from home, whilst the idea of, you know, being able to do it in your pyjamas and build a business, it, you can do that. The reality is it's often not quite as shiny and lovely as it's sort of made out to be on Instagram or Pinterest or, you know, wherever anyone else is talking about it, I think.
1: Yeah, and that may be uh, – so I think sort expectations – and I agree, I'd like I'd like to actually meet some of these uh claimed entrepreneurs who go from not, not to multiple figures very quickly because I've I've worked with a lot of successful entrepreneurs and it takes time and graft and I think anything that sounds too good to be true probably is too good to be true. And I don't know. There's quite scary statistics, isn't there? About nine out of ten small businesses don't get beyond the first year or two years. Um, so, being realistic about expectations and but but and, and motivations, because sometimes what you have just described, you know, following your own path or uh, being bringing your vision to life that that is that is the motivation. More, you know, I think everyone needs to be sensible about making a living and paying bills and uh you can't put passion before livelihood but at the same time if that uh, if, you, if that is your motivation that you know that, that that is quite a powerful driver but i think uh all, all of that comes to point number two maybe around planning and yeah i think i probably did a bit more business planning than I'm not getting on the plane. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, and I, I, I came from a background of, uh, sort of being on the board of some SME scale companies, and you know, being quite close to the financial realities of mm. keeping medium-sized businesses going and the costs that that come with that. And uh, you know, it can be quite scary, the business planning and especially if you factor in things like, you know, if, you, if part of your motivation is to, uh, or, or, or need is to grow your team and um, be be a little bit more than a solo entrepreneur, then, you know, starting to see how big some of those numbers can start to be quite quickly and how businesses can burn through cash in the early days and, you uh, you know that that also becomes the challenge and some some planning can also be around how you stage things so you know if you if you know how many customers you're going to need to hit a certain point of growth or point of revenue or if you know what margins you're going to need to be hitting to or or how different margins are making a significant impact on your business or different pricing, then you can begin to do a lot of that work before before you take the leap. And I think that's another good point of sort of the line between uh, sort of ending the job and starting the business or ending the previous chapter and starting your business isn't, isn't necessarily a line. It could be a, a long period of time where the planning is developing further. It's developing into uh, planning your products, finding out about how you can you can reduce costs or think about uh, how you can begin to grow your audience before you're even selling to your audience. Uh, I think, you know, in hindsight, that's something with some of our projects. Uh, You know, one, one of the projects I'm involved with, there was a reason why I sort of rushed to do it quite quickly to do with lockdown, but actually spending six months alongside other things building a pre-launch community and sort of taking a bit more time to get to that. We've actually switched all of this on and are starting to incur bigger costs would have, would have been sensible. And that business is an example of, uh, you know, it's, it's a long way off being business that I'm gonna build my livelihood around it. It sort of runs in parallel to, to, other, to other things at the moment. Um, yeah, so I, th- I think planning is, planning can sound quite uh, academic and detached and sort of something that you just do on a piece of paper, but actually planning is very much the sort of, I suppose it's planning, scoping, shaping, developing, refining, yep. uh, often lots and lots of things that can be done or e- even beginning the business before, before your main source of support gets yeah. switched off.
0: I think that's really key actually and, and what you're saying about building building an audience. I think, you know, sometimes I see a lot of people stepping into entrepreneurship and they get really excited and you know, they go out and they get the branding done and they get the website done and everything looks lovely and shiny and they know what they're offering, but they have no clue where they're gonna find that audience of people who are ready and willing to buy. And then it becomes this big struggle if you kind of put yourself out there but you're not seeing any sales or, you know, any customers coming through because of course nobody knows about you just because you put your website out there. Nobody's necessarily found it. So I think building an audience as soon as you, you know, as soon as you can starting to build that network immediately, I think is definitely something that I would probably say to everybody to really consider, because like you said, it's so much harder when, you know, you put it out there and, and you haven't sort of put the work in to do that, first. Um, so yeah, I think that's, that's a really key point.
1: Yes. And I, and I think that can overlap as well with, uh, you know, getting the model right. Uh, and or, or thinking about how the model can evolve is perhaps a better way of putting it. And we, we talk a lot about sort of layering revenue streams and I think that can be a good way of, you know, especially with a smaller business, maybe more than a medium sized business of, uh, you know, sort of thinking about how, you know, you lay down your first layer of revenue and consolidate that and get that working and around that you're you're growing your community further, but perhaps the scale of that isn't sufficient to build a fully sustainable business around, but then the next revenue stream can come in or the next sales channel might come in. Um, <clears throat> so getting, getting the business model right, I think, which is, again, part of thinking of planning a sort of scoping and uh, playing with things on, on paper and, and in your head around what, what happens to revenue when you add in another stream or you add in another channel or, uh, you know, with some businesses, it is about how you grow distribution um with with micro businesses perhaps it is that it's sort of layers of revenue and the time it takes to build each of those in
0: yeah definitely do you think you can get too stuck in the planning bit
1: uh i think you can get stuck in the planning stage and in some ways that might be a good thing because i was about to say um you know you can be put off by the planning stage it can make you uh realize how scary it is or realize that you haven't got enough um, capital or savings or um, you know you you, have, you haven't got enough to get going with um, but in in some ways that's the point of it it's maybe not about being scared off so much as seeing seeing that planning stage as the challenge to overcome that if you can if you can if you can find a way that the the numbers start to work, and you can start to see revenue and money that you can put back into the business, as well as a means of sustaining yourself through the business, uh, at least in the time frame that you set yourself. Yeah. And a lot of businesses are owe themselves to, you know, having a working partner and being able to reduce your life costs as a result of that. But yeah so maybe stuck stuck makes it sort of feel like that's a bad thing to happen whereas uh, actually using using the planning phase as a series of challenges to overcome so when you are leaving it you're leaving it kind of confident and clear and uh, yeah. no, you know no, knowing how things need to work what I would say is, uh, I, I think the idea of sort of agile planning is very important because things can change very quickly, and uh, a lot of entrepreneurialism is about being able to react and respond. And if something's not working, to to flip it and yeah. and turn it into something else. Uh, I'm a I'm a big fan of a lot of. Uh, a lot of those sort of guides like the startup owners manual and uh, there's some there's some good books around sort of start to get getting startups rolling and i think a lot of them are written more through the lens of that sort of classic tech startup model where you take some seed funding you get it to a certain level and you go and get investment capital and you sort of go from 50k of your money to 5 million to 50 million yep. And I don't think every business has to think of itself like that at all. I think lifestyle businesses are fantastic and small businesses are fantastic and businesses that get to the level that meet their founders' motivations and expectations are fantastic. Yep. But I think those a lot of the sort of thinking in those books around agility and uh, they, I suppose they, their philosophy is the sort of the planning stage continues into the first live stage so you're, you're using your initial uh, your, your initial phase to test out assumptions to see what is working but being able to sort of change quite quickly and to be able to kind of adapt what you're doing if it's not working is quite important as well I think and
0: uh, I think um, that's a really interesting point actually because I've had lots of conversations with business owners before who um, you know, they put themselves out there and they try something and maybe don't see the results that they wanted to. And then they see that as failure and they see that as, you know, okay, it's time to go back and get the nine to five job when actually that is part of the process. You need to be testing things and not everything will work and you will have to pivot. Sometimes you will have to look at different ways of doing things and it's going to be perfect. Like sometimes you have to try things and they won't work and you've got to look for other other ways to do stuff, I think it's it's quite important to sort of have that before you step into it as well.
1: Yeah, so that, that test and learn philosophy that I think it's relevant in so many ways, sort of you know, further into a digital business, the testing and learning all the time around audience and targeting and uh, marketing and response. But I think that, that, that model is relevant the way through an entrepreneurial journey you're you're seeing what works if it is working you build on it and start to scale it if if it's not working that's not failure it's it's just not working yet yeah and um if that if that takes too long then it that that can lead to failure but it's sort of um that that, that's it's 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 interesting actually because i would say uh back to our original conversation around uh motivations, expectations, regrets. Um, it's hard to say what I thought my expectations were. I mean, I think I, I wanted to continue to be able to have the sort of lifestyle that I was living in quite a good job, but I wouldn't say my, my, my expectations were sort of hugely motivated by houses, fast cars, yachts, or any, any of the cliches of not <laughs> to 10 million in, in a year. Yeah. Uh, but uh, my my motivations were certainly driven by sort of a feeling of, well, I've learned a lot and, and I want to challenge myself to turn that learning into something creative and something where my values, my uh, views are at the heart of it but actually one of the biggest things I'd say about not regretting it and maybe not being able to go back is is just the, the sheer amount of learning all the time and I notice this in you know a lot of the entrepreneurs that I work with I think are have a constant curiosity. They are constantly learning about what works in their business, or new areas, or ne- the need to understand every single part of their business to be able to optimize it. And I think it was not necessarily uh, the the it was the expansiveness of that learning of just needing to uh, learn so many more things than. I'd had to do in a in a job that was perhaps quite specialized. Um, so yeah, the con- constant learning, constant agility, testing testing and learning. Uh, that does bring me to one more tip maybe though which because I m- I mentioned needing to know everything and mm-hmm. I think I think well you, you know you you probably joke at me for it and I'm probably am guilty of that and the sort of tendency to do too much (laughs) Uh, um but but I you know perhaps one of my you know my my learnings now would be you know if I was going to do it differently looking back then I might find more expertise or work more closely with people that can bring specialisms and not not feel like that's the wrong thing to do feel like finding those specialisms and plugging them in is is important
0: yeah definitely I think probably that's one of the things I wouldn't say it's a major regret but it's one of the things that I wish I had done sooner in the journey because for a very long time I was very much of the opinion that I had to do absolutely everything myself and having anybody else to do anything meant that I wasn't doing my business properly and I was failing which you know now that I'm saying it out loud sounds ridiculous but um, I think it it sort of I don't know everything kind of changed for me a little bit and it was quite pivotal for me to find people and you know I've worked with coaches I found people obviously I work with you now and other people and just finding people who get it and understand it and are on the journey as well I think makes a big difference because it's a funny I think anyone who doesn't do this can find it very hard to relate to it and to understand it and sometimes I found that to be quite challenging like just to not have people in my life where I can sit and bounce ideas around and talk about things and you know put my head in my hands and go oh my god why am I doing this and you know for them to not kind of fully grasp that and I think sometimes um There's been that side of stuff. And then there's been the side of stuff that if I'd have just, if I'd have worked with a coach or I worked with someone who knew how to do something that I didn't know how to do, you know, my growth would have accelerated a lot quicker, but I was too stubborn to do that. And, you know, and in some ways, I love that. I love that. I've taught myself a lot of things along the way through the power of YouTube videos and Google and and whatever else. And I think, you know, anyone who is a bit entrepreneurial has that in them a bit to just go and find the solution and do it. But There are definitely things where I think if I'd have just worked with somebody who has already done this, who already has expertise, who already knows how to do it and who I can just, you know, either they show me how to do it or I can just offload it to them, that would have been quite beneficial. And I think it took me quite a long point in my journey to sort of realise that and, you know, consider where I, you know, where the gaps were in, in what my capabilities are or where I just didn't have the time or the energy really to put into something.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And uh, I, I think it's hard as well. I think finding specialisms and expertise is uh, it is, is one thing. Uh, it, it's finding that where it can be applied through someone who can kind of understand your business or kind of get, get alongside you, I suppose. And I, th- I think sometimes that kind of expertise and specialism can feel quite detached or quite quite remote. Or, or perhaps it's just, if you don't know what it is that you want, it's quite hard to ask for it or uh, I- explain what it is that you need. And I suppose I would add to that, I, I, I am agreeing, I think, getting that specialism or getting to the point where you can be bringing in support and building the team is uh, a vital part of the the journey. Uh, Although I think to go back to our original, do you ever regret it? I think probably for both of us, that sense of sort of all the things that we have learned and gained more expertise in or sat there going, I don't know how that works, but the only person that's going to solve that problem for me is me is i think that's a big part of why there are very few regrets or big part of the motivation in in some ways so maybe maybe not something that you should look back on and think i should have done it differently just kind of keep on learning
0: yeah i think that's true i, d- I definitely uh, one of the things i always sort of say to anyone considering it is that this is the biggest journey of like personal development and sort of what you learn about yourself as well and I think you know when I look back at my journey if I had have done things differently then I wouldn't know the things that I know about myself and what I'm capable of as well so I think definitely that's you know it's not necessarily a regret.
1: Well I think that's a good note to uh, lift our now empty coffee cups to a little toast to existing and future entrepreneurs
0: You've been listening to Conversations in the Kitchen with us, Gemma and Paul from In the Kitchen. Be sure to subscribe in your favourite podcast player so you don't miss an episode. And if you're a small business with big purpose who wants to grow your e-commerce revenue, click the link in our show notes.